So the Bible tells us to let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Dearly, heavenly, holy, righteous Father, as we kneel before thee tonight, we thank thee for thy rich blessing. We thank thee as thy people, the sheep of your pasture, the peculiar people that you spoke about, the holy nation, the royal priesthood. Father, tonight, that's our position in life. Through your redemption and through the redemption of your blood tonight, Lord, we have humbled ourselves, Father, had our sins forgiven us. And Father, then we went back and asked you to create within us a clean heart, to sanctify us by the Holy Spirit. And Lord, you sent the Holy Ghost in our hearts. Father, tonight we thank you for the moving, for the working, for the Holy Ghost power that a man or a woman in this life can get a hold of, that can give them wisdom and power and glory, that can give them the understanding that they're a child of yours. Oh God, tonight we love thee. We love thy truth. We love thy gospel. We love the feeling of thy spirit in our heart. We have prayed for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We have been before thee in prayer, oh God, asking you that you will bless thy people, oh God, that you will help this congregation, that you will bless this church, Lord. Father, we realize as we have in the scripture, as they were about to bury one of the men, and they touched the old prophet's bones. Oh Lord, he come to his feet. And oh Lord, as it were tonight, we pray thee that the people will be deep in their sincerity. That they'll see, Lord, that the only thing in life is holiness without, which no man should see the Lord. It's not a profession. It's not just what we say. But Lord, tonight is real. Sanctification is real. Oh Lord, we pray before thee. We feel thy moving of thy Holy Spirit. The only saving power of mankind. The only thing that will reach a man out of sin. The only thing that will keep him out of sin. The only thing that will cure carnality. The only thing that will get rid of the old man is your sanctifying power into a man and woman's heart. Oh Lord, I thank you for it tonight. I love you, Jesus. I love your working. You've been Oh Lord, you've taken care of me. How I love you. How I'm going to prove it to live a holy, righteous, sanctified life. Separate from the world. Separate from sinners. Separate from the things of the world. And God, you have proved that if you bring all the tithes into the storehouse, you would pour out us a blessing that I wouldn't be room enough to receive. Lord, touch the people that is in the back tonight. Touch the people that come into church and look for a seat and don't look to stand up. Lord, touch them. Show them that, Father, that they can't sit down all the time and they've got to work some of the time. Lord, you can fill. You can bless. You can open the windows of heaven. You've done it on the day of Pentecost. You can do it in this tent. Oh, Lord, we love the Holy Ghost. We love this church. It is our church. It is the church you died for. And, Lord, we're members of it. You said we were members of your flesh and of your bones. We've had taken part of it. And, Lord, we're in your hand tonight. Bless the Father exercise of this service. We ask the outpouring of our Holy Spirit. Dear Jesus, we thank you for these blessings. In thy sweet name, amen. Watch the center far from Jesus. I was perishing with cold. But the blessed Savior heard me when I cried. 
and he threw his arms around me and he led me to the fold and I'm a living on the hallelujah side. Hallelujah! I am rejoicing. But when he spake, he taught as one having authority and not as a scribe. And I'll tell you what, when I hear the gospel and men and women are led by the Spirit of God and the Holy Ghost moves on them, they speak with authority and I can tell the difference. It's more than just a lecture. It's more than just a history story. But when people get filled with the power of God, I can feel it. We're standing here today unapologetically. On a platform of holiness. The reason that God wants us to be holy is because He desires a relationship with us and because God is holy. And so the only way that we get a relationship with God is by living holy. The only way we can live holy is by cleaning up the heart, getting forgiven, putting God's Spirit on the inside, which is holy, and then your holy heart can talk to a holy God and have a holy relationship. And that's the only way we live holy. Therefore we are buried with Him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even that so we should walk in newness of life. Not in the old way. Not conform to the world, but transform in a new way. Bless the Lord. I'm thankful the Lord turned me around and put me on the holy road and gave me a spirit of love and joy and peace and contentment and a contented mind and a contented peace. Thank the Lord for His goodness tonight. That's the reason so many people say, oh, I just, I, it's all right for you, but I just can't do that. I just, I just can't, can't live that kind of life. I just, I'm just not that kind of a person. Well, we, we ourselves were just like that one time. But the Lord got a hold of us. That's what's the matter with us. The Lord got a hold of us. He changed us. He put a new nature in our heart. Whereby giving us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these promises, ye might be partakers of divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. That's what's happened to us. It just becomes a natural thing to do things that are right, being led by the nature of God. You know what the problem is? It's not about desire. It's not about sins. It's not even about love. People want to be sanctified. People want to go to heaven. I could say right now, how many of y'all want to go to heaven? Raise your hand. Okay. See, that's the thing. But the problem is they love themselves and the sin more than heaven. The carnal mind. It's the real issue in your problems. The real problem is sin in the heart. It's not issues. It's not somebody offending me at church. It's not the people. It's not It's not that. It's not because that's somebody and it ain't what they ought to be, but it's the sin. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan. And he said unto them, Get you up this way southward. Amen. Go up on the mountain and see the land, what it is. Oh, brothers and sisters, I want to beseech you tonight. If you've only had your sins forgiven, if you've only heard the doctrine of just being in the wilderness, you need to go check out Canaan. You need to go find out that God's got something better for you. And you can sing that song from the bottom of your heart. What a wonderful change in my life that's been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. We're talking about deliverance from bondage. We're talking about letting the oppressed go free. We're talking about something.
something that will deliver you from the clutches of Satan and cause you to live holy upon this life. There's no bondage compared to the bondage of sin. The concentration camps of Siberia, communism and Nazism and all of that put together doesn't compare when a man is bowed down and burdened down and shackled in the chains of sin. He may live in this country. He may have every freedom there is. He may have the Bill of Rights in his pocket. It doesn't matter. If the bondage of sin and death has weighted you down, you are in bondage today as much so as those people were in Egypt. And the thing that's going to deliver you is not your own strength, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. The deliverance that's going to come to you from the bonds of sin is the blood. It is the blood of Christ. They're marching with a cluster of grapes so big, it took two people to tote it. I want to tell you what, what we've got in the land of Canaan exceeds anything you've ever had in your life. Oh, it blows out what the devil's got to offer. Beats anything that was in Egypt, beats anything that's in the wilderness. You need to get in the land of Canaan for yourself. I believe in our gospel. Don't you? I feel like putting it on my shoulders. I feel like living in my life. I feel like picking up. Hey, folks, I'm not narrow-minded. No, but I love it with all of my heart. When you're married to Christ, yes. the Lord wants you to be faithful. He wants their children saved. Yes. But do you know what our unholy people, children, would love to see? Do you know what they think yeah. and what they would love to see? They would love to see you and me if we named the name of Christ to depart from If you want your light to shine, if you want your light to shine, if you want your brothers or your brother or your sister or anybody to hold and follow the Lord, let him see that you've got something they haven't got. That you are satisfied. That you are satisfied. And your delight is in the Lord. And you delight yourself in the Lord both day and night. And you are happy. And you're cut free from the world. You don't have to look at what they look at. Now then that'll have, that's a light to them. But if you're going to go along with them, you go where they go, you look at what they look, you yeah. play with the things that they That's play right. with, yeah. you spend right. your time uh, 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 time That's with them, right. you ain't no light to them, That's and right. you're a hindering yourself. Yeah. You're a hindering yourself. You wonder why your children aren't sanctified. Yeah. Ought to be ashamed. Sanctified folks should never discuss matters of the church in the presence of their dear children. The longest thing you can do is to grab everything you know to your dear children. Yeah. You're sowing hatred in the hearts, yeah. and yet when they get in their teenagers, you'll want them to get sanctified. How can they do it when you have sowed enmity in the hearts? I want to tell you, my friends, it's one of the most serious things you ever saw. It's a trick of the devil to keep your children out of the church. Excuse me, I didn't mean to get off on that. 
If you've got something to say against my brother or sister, some kind of negative gossip, don't bring it to me. This is my people, and I want to hear good, positive things about my people. Woo! Praise the Lord tonight. Oh, aren't you glad you're one of them? Aren't you glad you're sanctified? That's what we want, brothers and sisters. We're glad we're sanctified. I'm so glad I'm sanctified. Hallelujah to the Lamb. I was asked, I think, yesterday that I have it all together. I said, how can you have it all together when all these preachers are just preaching from everywhere, you know? But I like it that way. I like it that way. Surely there's a little bit left up here for me to say. And if I couldn't say anything else this morning, I'm just thankful to be converted and sanctified. I'm thankful this morning that there is a difference.